Did you know that there were 86 commercial plane accidents last year? Well, that's what I read in the airport lobby before I boarded my plane. Needless to say, it made me even more nervous. It was my first time flying, and reading about aeroplane crashes certainly wasn't helping. I stopped for a slight moment before stepping into the plane with a shaky leg. The flight attendant flashed me a blinding white smile and asked me for my plane ticket. I gave it to her with sweaty hands. She took a look at it and pointed me inside the cabin. My nerves were filling my legs with jittery energy and the cramped cabin did not help that. I found my seat and thankfully it was a window seat. I wiped the sweat off my forehead and looked around to make sure no one saw me. I didn't want anyone to laugh at me. I hurriedly sat down on my seat and took deep breaths. My chest rose and fell, but my heart continued beating relentlessly in my chest, and the sweat wouldn't stop forming on my forehead. The hum of the plane's engines filled the atmosphere a couple of minutes later, and a lump formed in my throat as the plane accelerated. I could feel the pressure on my chest as the plane moved faster and faster. Just before the plane started to ascend, the front part of the plane went up, and then fell again causing a loud thud. I yelped as I heard the thud. A child behind me started to laugh before his mother shushed him. My face turned flush red with embarrassment and I shut my eyes tightly. I sensed the plane was going higher and higher as the pressure of my chest started to increase. My chest tightened and I was afraid that the pressure was going to crush me. Nothing like that happened though and the plane stopped ascending after a couple of minutes and just started to fly forward. I unbuckled my seatbelt with shaky hands as my adrenaline rush wore off. The same flight attendant from earlier offered me a bottle and asked me if I was okay. I mumbled a no and quickly took the bottle. I stared at the white clouds from the window as the plane continued to soar in the air. Soon that got boring, and now I was more bored than nervous. Flying isn't so bad after all, I told myself as I started to look for a movie to watch on the screen in front of me. Instead, I opted out for some games and just played those instead on the remote. They weren't exactly exciting games, but they kept me entertained for the next 30 minutes. Soon enough, the lights in the cabin were turned off. Only the dim blue lighting filled the cabin. Most people tried to go to sleep in their cramped seats. I decided to do the same as I just wanted to pass the time. That was the worst decision I made. When I was just on the edge of falling asleep, I started to hear faint whispers in the cabin. My half-asleep mind didn't register them, and I fell asleep. And that's the last thing I remember before I woke up. I woke up naturally a couple of hours later. I rubbed my tired eyes before looking around the cabin. It was completely empty. I blinked and rubbed my eyes again and looked around for anyone. The cabin was still dimly lit with the blue lights and it was completely empty, like everyone had just vanished. A pit formed in my stomach and my mouth suddenly went dry. I got out of my seat and started walking down the aisle, moving my head side to side furiously to find someone. My fears were confirmed when there was no one in the cabin. 
moved to the next area via the curtains and once again the plane was empty. I checked the toilets as well and there was no one there. Maybe I slept through our landing, I thought as my mind tried to rationalise the situation. It's ironic how in the most stressful situations, our first priority is to rationalise the situation, to find an explanation. I went to a window and pulled up the plastic window cover. My heart skipped a beat as I saw the dark sky and faint outlines of whiskey clouds. Chills ran up my spine as my observations started to register. I was all alone on a plane 10,000 metres up in the air. I started quickly running towards the pilot's cabin. I ran past multiple cabins separated by the curtains and the toilets. I ran and I ran but all I saw on the other side of the separated curtains was another cabin. I was sweating profusely. My heart was a scared rabbit trapped in my chest. No matter how far I ran, no matter how many cabins I crossed, I never reached the pilot's cabin. Every window showed the same dark sky and clouds. Every cabin was lit by the same dim blue lights. Every cabin had the same dark blue carpet. I collapsed in the middle of an aisle as I crossed my 30th seating cabin. I couldn't catch my breath. My clothes were wet with sweat and the lump in my throat wouldn't go away. I needed to get out of this plane. Suddenly, I heard a low hum, different from the hum of a plane engine. I strained my ears. It held a melody, a rhythm. It sounded serene and sad. I looked around and I saw a woman sitting on a seat a couple of rows ahead of me. I could only see the back of her head. I got up and walked towards her, desperate for help. I stopped in my tracks when I saw what she was watching on the screen. It showed me behind her, like there was a camera behind me and it was streaming to her screen. She stopped humming and turned her head slowly. Her face turned the blood in my veins to ice. She was the same flight attendant. Her eyes were bloodshot and her eyelids were missing. Her mouth was curled into a smile that spread from ear to ear. Is there a problem, sir? She spoke in her calm voice. I stumbled backwards and nearly fell over before running without looking back. I kept on running and running until I tripped over and crashed into the soft dark carpet. I looked back and I had noticed that I had tripped on a bottle the same one the flight attendant had given me before I fell asleep. What does she want from me? I thought as I slowly got back up and looked behind me for the first time. Thankfully she had not followed me and I was all alone in the cabin. I looked around and pondered on what I should do. I had no way out. The curtain from the next cabin ahead of me fluttered and the hairs on the back of my neck stood up. The flight attendant came out from behind the curtain. Is there a problem, sir? I stuttered as I slowly backed away. I hit into a solid object. I turned around and came face to face with the same flight attendant again. Is there a problem, sir? 
I looked back and suddenly all of the seats were full. They were all twins of the same flight attendant. Is there a problem, sir? Their voices echoed through the whole cabin. Their voices shook me to the very core. I ran to the next cabin quickly and noticed that the cabin too was filled with the flight attendants. I continued running until I found myself facing an exit door. The door was opened and I suddenly sucked into the blackness of the sky. It was cold, the chill creeped into my bones and into my very soul. I continued falling in the dark sky through the clouds. I waited for my horrible death. I waited for the moment I would hit the ground at my terminal velocity and break all the bones in my body. I waited for those short few moments of immense pain. I started to remember what had happened before this predicament. How I'd gotten myself into that mess. The memory of me boarding the plane played in my mind. I saw myself about to sleep, and then suddenly, I find it hard to describe, but it's like I just jumped back into that memory, like being sucked into it. I was back in my plane seat. My body was still cold, and I could still feel the wind rustling in my hair as I fell. Slowly the feeling of me free-falling subsided, and I could feel the cabin once again. I was transported back in time just before I'd fallen asleep. Needless to say, this time, I did not fall asleep. A couple of agonizingly fearful hours later, the plane had finally landed, and I was ecstatic to feel the ground again. I had thought up until then that it was just a dream. It was just a nightmare induced by my fear of flying. However, What's happened just as I departed from the plane has made me doubt that. The same flight attendant was standing at the door wishing us farewell as they departed. When I passed in the front door, she said something that makes chills run up to my spine to this day. Is there a problem, sir? I quickly ran out of the flight and pushed past everyone. I safely got home. I won't be typing this story just because of a scary flight though. I'm posting this story because I need help. I saw the flight attendant again today. She's right outside my window. I can't escape my room. No matter how many times I pass through my door, it always seems to lead back to my bedroom. She's been staring at me as I've typed this post. And I don't think that my window can hold her back. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Mr. Furgo speaking. The story you have just heard was called I Fell Asleep in the Middle of a Flight and When I Woke Up the Plane Was Empty by Not Necessarily courtesy of the r slash no sleep subreddit. Once again, if you wish to submit your stories to me, anonymously or otherwise, you can email me at phoboespodcastentries at outlook.com or message me on Reddit at Mr. Underscore Phobos. Either fact or fiction, it will be entertaining nonetheless. Thank you all again for listening, and I hope to be scaring you again very soon.